Coming up on this edition of Your Financial Mission, we're talking about SDBAs. What are they? And if you're a doctor or perhaps a defense contractor, you probably know what these are. You probably have seen it inside one of your plans or inside your portfolio. What do you need to know about them? What are the opportunities? What are the risks and pitfalls? We're talking specifically about them on today's show. So let's get to it. Hey, it's another episode of Your Financial Mission. Walter Storholt here with Janine Theus, CEO and founder of Theus Wealth Advisors offices in Maryland and Ohio. But you can find Janine anywhere online at theuswealthadvisors.com. We'll link to her contact information in the description of today's show. Hey, Janine, how's it going this week? Hey, it's doing. It's going great. Uh, you know, it's fall. It's my favorite time of year. So. Yes, it's the best. <laughs> uh, so Connie, my wife, made butternut squash soup oh. last night. Like from scratch, like truly homemade. It was incredible. It was so wow. good. Wow, wow, yeah, really that's adventurous. Bread. You just dip it in there. It was just like, yeah, it is fall. Fall is happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was the essence of fall um, in, in on the plate and then very shortly after that in my mouth. So yeah, very, very good. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, favorite time of year. Uh, well, we've got a great topic to talk about today, one that we haven't discussed uh, a whole lot before on the show, and we're going to get a little bit detailed. We're going to get very specific on the show today. And I think this is going to help a lot of people out who, um, who this you know, in particular impacts. We're talking about SDBAs. You want to give us the uh, the straight skinny here, Janine, on what's going on with SDBAs? So, yeah, it sounds a little kinky maybe, but uh, it's self, <laughs> self-directed brokerage accounts. <laughs> I didn't see that coming, Janine. You got you caught me off guard on that one. Nicely done. Yeah, so a lot of very large defense contractors um, have SDBAs, also very large medical practices, some hospitals. It can be it's and what it actually is, if you have one, you know, and you've or you've seen it and you're not really sure how it works. It's a sleeve on the 401k or the 403b that allows you to self-direct. So you can, depending on what they offer you on the platform, you may have a a larger selection than what is only offered on the 401k platform by the custodian or the 403b platform. So an SDBA is a self-directed brokerage account. And it's it's different from just a normal brokerage account, a normal account where I'm just going to go open up it, let's say Fidelity and buy and sell stocks. This is inside of that 401k wrapper. But I've heard you say before the complaints about like a 401k is that your options are limited. This is what kind of opens that door for people who have this available to them. Right. And so the challenge is for a lot of people in 401ks and 403bs, it's you know typically in a 401k, 403b, the, the custodian gives you a platform um, and offerings. So depending on whether you have some American funds, some Janus funds, some Oppenheimer, some you know, Vanguard, whatever, those are the only things listed on the platform for you to choose from. When you have an SDBA option, it basically opens up the universe of choices. So you can have specific stocks if you want, stocks and bonds, or other um, typically mutual funds, some index funds, and now ETFs. So the challenge is when you open up the universe of investing to a lot of clients who aren't interested in this, they just want to make money (laughs) on their investments, it's overwhelming. And I have several clients at large defense contractors, and that's been their complaint. It's really overwhelming. And what people don't realize is that the market itself, let's just say it's, you know, it's a, a foot wide if you have your hands 
you know, apart from yeah. each other, it's a foot wide. But the universe of mutual funds, ETFs, et cetera, is like double, triple that. Mm. So there's there's almost a comfort and a benefit. Like just I'm taking my own experience here inside of like, um, you know, in my wife's 403B at her old job. It was just kind of nice that they were just a couple of options. So it just you just didn't get bogged down. You're like, OK, this one. And it just, <laughs> there was something kind of nice about that. Like I didn't get lost in the weeds. And so, yeah, I can feel that overwhelming sense when you have all of a sudden, you know, the world is your oyster in terms of choices that can be paralyzing for folks. Well, and so what happens typically is people then start to chase return, which is, in effect, gambling. And when you look at the research, if let's just say this Oppenheimer S&P fund did X amount last year, but now you're looking at the Janus one and it did Y. Well, I want to be, I want Y. So I'm going to sell out of Oppenheimer and go to Janus. So you're, you're basically track record investing is what you're doing because you're looking at the past, assuming that this fund that you're going to is going to outperform this other fund. Doesn't always happen like that. And typically you're moving essentially from something that looks like the S&P five to something that looks like the S&P five. So, so there is a huge amount of overlap. Yeah. So this year has been particularly volatile, which people have learned and have panicked about. And what we typically find when we evaluate portfolios is that they're on one side of the market. There's a lot of overlap. So you have multiple funds that have the same or similar holdings. So you're not really moving anywhere. Um, you're not truly diversified. And I've seen portfolios where they have you know, 10 funds and they're really the same thing. Yeah. What's the point in being in 10 different funds if they're all down 30%? Exactly. If they're exactly. all reacting the same way to the same news. So the advantage of an SDBA is it allows uh, professional management, you know, through an advisor that is going to work on an actual portfolio strategy that can diversify the risk and then mitigate the risk. Because if you're not measuring it, how can you control it? In terms of the risk, so you, if if the S and P five is down, I think uh, year to date it's down about twenty four percent. If you're down twenty four percent, you're basically looking like the S and P five, which if you have twenty years to invest before you retire, yeah, that might be okay. <laughs> but you're not taking advantage of the actual true diversification, and you're not taking advantage of the research that shows if you mitigate risk, you actually come out ahead in the long term because then you're not chasing the return. And you're not chasing, you know, you're not doing the track record investing. So you're essentially not gambling if you have an actual strategy. So, so we work with somebody that uses um, in, in these SDBA accounts that use quantitative rules-based investing and then determines, you know, that determines market trends. So it's a little more active than just doing passive, the, 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 the folks that we use. And we can mitigate risk. And their returns have been pretty stellar which is normally I don't sell things on returns, but when you look at the data and I've grilled them quite you know, thoroughly, it, it works what they're doing. They're using algorithms. So this company was founded by an engineer. So engineers will like this <laughs> because <laughs> it's using a lot of the- One the, of your own help yeah, to discover it. And that's it right. Out, right. So it's, it's in, in the whole goal is to mitigate risk, even in an aggressive portfolio. So if I can do that using algorithms that use trend, that look at trends and, you know, sell out, sell out, because the, the problem with for most people is they don't know, you know, I'm either holding on tight by my fingernails as the market declines, or I have a, have a, have a, an actual strategy that will do that and then gets back into the market before you could have a chance to get back in the market. Because institutional traders are way faster than the individual. <laughs> yeah. So 
Um, it's the only way I would consider quote unquote active investing because it is not emotion based. And most investors are emotion based, which is problematic because when you look at the data, they're basically shooting themselves in the foot because you can never react as fast. Those pesky emotions always get in the <laughs> They do. <laughs> what, uh, what's the benefit of doing all of this in the SDBA as opposed to just doing it in a normal brokerage account? Like, what, Why is there such a, a nice value of having this SDBA inside of that 401k versus just you know doing it on your own outside of that uh, wrapper? Well, typically, if you did this type of um, strategy in an individual account, which is a taxable account, there'd be too much tax. It would not be advantageous for you tax-wise or cost-wise. To do it in a qualified plan like a 401k or a 403b, you don't, there's no tax because it's in the qualified plan. It's a deferred tax platform. So it really works there um, in, in, in those terms. If you're in taxable accounts, like individual and jointly held, you need to be more, much, much more tax efficient with the portfolios. So it's a little bit different strategy. In fact, yeah. it's a lot different strategy. If you're doing it outside, you're basically, you're, you're going to be paying taxes every year on, on, you know, gains on the movement you're making and all that movement right. inside the, the wrapper of the qualified account. You're, it's just all going to count at the end of whenever you go to take the money out. That's when you'll be kind of then, you know, realizing all of those different tax moves. Right, right. And so the, the other advantage is you have an actual strategy that is a diversified strategy that does mitigate risk versus me trying to pick the best fund or, you know, a handful of stocks or a handful of ETFs, which a lot of people don't understand ETFs, ex exchange traded funds. They're, a, they're, you know, a portion of the market or a big, you know, you actually own a portion of the market the way they operate. You're still at the whim of whatever you've chosen whatever that's done, and then you sitting tight when the market has a decline like it has this year. I mean, it's been so volatile. I mean, my, my clients have all been really great because I've been on it with communications and explaining things to them. But So I haven't had anybody panic. But when you look at the data, a lot of people have panicked. And there are people waiting in the wings for you to panic. So even in your 401ks, because the institutions are the ones buying 75, 80, 80% of the movement in the market. Just like you've uh, kind of, we, we've all known and, and seen before, you know, if someone sells a stock, they think they're winning and the person buying it from them thinks they're winning too. And they both can't be right really in, in, in exactly. every case, right? Yeah. So having an actual strategy that is integrated with the portfolio keeps you from gambling, basically it keeps you from, you know, trying to pick the right stock or the right fund or the right ETF from track record investing. And then from the emotion of get, do I get out? When, do, if I get out, when do I get in? You know, there's this movement that happens. Well, if it's all structured, it, you know, you're going to be at a much greater advantage to be successful. And, and that's the key overall, you know, is defining the financial goal and the appropriate risk tolerance and determination or diversification, and then fix the portfolio so that it's going to work for you instead of against you. So you work with a lot of clients who have these SDBAs in their accounts. What are their top issues when they come in to meet with you? Or kind of how, how do your conversations usually play out with them? Are they underutilizing the SDBA or is it more they're just kind of just randomly picking things? They don't really have a, a plan or a strategy. What's some of, what are some of the common traits that you see from the people that you've worked with? Well, that's, I mean, that's a great question. And, and it's very typical. I mean, I have a lot of very smart engineer type clients and 
they say it's overwhelming because what what's really happening here with the universe of options that I have, what's really happening. So helping them understand what's actually going on in the, the market, the mutual fund market, and then saying, okay, now I need to have an actual strategy that's based on the research and science that I can stick to or stick with has made a difference because for the most part, to look at the universe of options is overwhelming. And while some people will go, I, I just said it and I just leave it alone. I go, well, that's actually a good thing. <laughs> Depending, you know, if, you, if you're down 30% in a year and you're okay with that, if you're close to retirement or in retirement, you do that and you're taking distributions, you need to revisit that plan. I guess it also then really helps when you have a good handle too on like a pension that somebody maybe has and their social security picture and all of that kind of combines to how then you work with the SDBA. Right. So the SDBA is in, you know, in place as long as you're in that company, it's an employer plan. Once you leave employment, you're going to have some options. Typically, we don't have people keep money in the employer plan because then it just makes it's a mess if you end up in divorce or you end up with an, a premature death, it's, it can just be a real pain to have to deal with the employer and the, uh, the admin. But yeah, for a while you're working, especially if you're, you know, a Gen X, Gen Y, you've got 10, 20 years before you retire. This is a tremendous solution for you. If you're getting closer to retirement, it's still a good solution. It's still an excellent solution, but then you've got to have another strategy for when you do retire, what comes next. So, you know, it's, it, but it fit into that bigger picture. Yeah. But if you're, you know, if you're a person who, oh, you like dabbling, well, then you can dabble, but most people don't use the SDBA because it's overwhelming. It's just too many choices. So they'll pick a few and then they, you know, they might come back to it. Or, I mean, you do have some people that will chase and the statistics show that that is not usually very successful. <laughs> so your, your job's really uh, to, to work with the people that are one overwhelmed and too hesitant to really make choices or make educated choices. So you help come alongside them to make those educated choices. And then you're also on the other side of the spectrum, almost reining in folks who are trying to dabble, speculate, and maybe using the SDBA a little bit too aggressively and, and almost kind of encouraging them to reel back in a little bit to follow a more method, you know, a methodical approach. Right. Because there is so much information on the net. It's a tremendous amount. It's, I mean, it's, beyond overwhelming. And so how much of it actually applies to you, what your actual, what your goals are, you know, what you want to have in retirement, what your distribution is going to look like. Um, when we've had, you know, inflationary times here and volatile markets and maybe heading into a recession, everybody keeps talking about that right now. I don't, you know, we can all debate whether we're actually in a recession or going into a recession. Sure. <laughs> it does start to feel like semantics at some point. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's basically those are all combined, but it's all the other things that are going on in your life that are going to make your, you know, years into retirement and then in retirement um, much more successful, much more likely to succeed, especially when you start taking distributions. So give us an idea if um, I'm a defense contractor, I've got this SDBA, I'm not really sure you know, if I'm doing it properly, um, how much I should be putting in there, which investments I should be grabbing, some of those things that we've talked about on the show today. What's the process look like for me to get straightened out, to work with you and kind of figure out those next steps? So you just want to get on our schedule and we'll have a conversation about where you are and what you're doing. And then we'll talk about the 
your particular platform, what's on the platform, what's offered. I mean, I know Northrop Grumman has the universe of options. Um, several of my clients are from Northrop and they have expressed how, um, <laughs> how confusing and overwhelming it is. So we look at that and then I can show you what we do and what the options are for a more successful experience. Perfect. Well, if you would like to reach out to Janine Theus, you can certainly do that by calling 443-718-6311. Set up that time to visit, discuss your situation, uh, some of your questions about an SDBA or some other element of your retirement or financial plan, if that's the case. 443-718-6311 or online at theuswealthadvisors.com. That's theuswealthadvisors.com. Dot com, And you can find uh, the contact info in the description of today's show. So it's easy for you to find. Any final thoughts on uh, SDBAs uh, today, Janine? No, I think it, you know, we're, we're coming to the end of the year. Yeah, like, we, like we were talking initially, this yeah. fall, you know, a good time to look at this, look at how the year has gone for you is right now, not predicting the future because it could end up to be an actually a neutral year or actually a positive year. This is typically what happens in midterms years that are midterm election years. But if you're not sure what you want to do going forward, this is a good time to do an evaluation and then set yourself up for more next year. Perfect. Yeah. Make good choices here at the end of the year and align things nicely for 2023 as well. Well, great discussion today on SDBAs. Again, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to Janine and we'll see you again next time right back here on Your Financial Mission. Thanks for listening. information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.